I like to let things simmer. Maybe that's my nonchalant attitude is I, I don't get immediately worked up. I might later. It might bother me to the point where I've been thinking about it for a while and then I'll say something because it's actually been bugging me. But for the most part, if I'm triggered, it'll go away in five, ten minutes. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Almost Cool. I'm Marty Party, and Hooter is over there. I'm over here, I swear. What's he going swears? on, brother? How you doing, man? Oh, man. You know, constant recovery seems to be the <laughs> the new homeostasis of my life. Slightly hungover. Too much the, ni- too much the night before? Uh, I was telling you earlier, it was my... Uh, it's my coworker Madeline's birthday, and a bunch of us got together for a just fun little pool party slash soiree, and just had a really good time Hell with the yeah. fellas, man. Buns in the sun. Whoa, baby. <laughs> Too many buns. Too much sun. Hell yeah, dude. And you got your, uh, yeah, you were telling me your bucket of meat. God damn, I'm so jealous of your Korean <laughs> yeah. barbecue, man. Yeah, man. Shout out, uh, shout out Ray for the Korean barbecue last night. I was a bit too fucked up to eat and so i packed a, a to-go dixie cup full of spare ribs <laughs> spare ribs dude that still yeah, gets man. me man <laughs> i fit like seven of them bitches in there <laughs> like, <laughs> i just imagine you eating them in bed <laughs> oh man no i ate like i ate three of them once i got home and let the dog out i'm just kind of chilling out there i didn't even turn the light on outside i just kind of sat in the dark and ate ribs while the dog's running around like an idiot (laughs) oh man i saved the rest for breakfast today allison she's uh she went to mississippi yesterday and uh to go see one of her friends and she texted me this morning. She's like, oh, man, I'm having ribs for breakfast. I was like, no way. Me too. She's like, it's the most southern thing I've ever heard in my life. Have ribs for breakfast. Have ribs for breakfast. What, do you have a heart attack? Dude, ribs, I think, are a top three meal for me. Like, I, it's, it's a top three food. I love oh. ribs so much. There's this... There is this uh, famous video of me from like 2019, maybe, and it was for Paul's birthday, and I showed up a little late because I was out with some of my coworkers, and uh, when I got home, I remembered I had ribs in the fridge. (laughs) Everyone, like a few people are lining up to take a shot with one another, and I didn't want any more alcohol, so I just like grabbed a rib and cheers to everyone with that. (laughs) In the background, you just hear uh, one of my friends going, Jordan, is that a rib? And it was like... It makes me so happy. <laughs> the monumental rib. I'm not a big rib guy. I'm just a big sauce guy. Oh. I love. Oh man. I love any food you can eat sauce with. That's pretty. I will eat food specifically so I can eat sauce. Like for the sauce. For this, except ketchup. I'm not a big ketchup fan, but uh, like chicken oh, tenders and French fries. Those are great. I'm not saying they're not good food, but I get them so I can eat honey mustard and ranch. Like that's yeah. just. <laughs> 
I'd rather just stick my fingers in it and lick it, but I'm not. That's a prison move, and I don't. (laughs) Are you one of those people with like the baby carrot who just dips it in the ranch and just licks it all off and dips it again? I well, I remember there was a comedian one time that said you can uh, dip poop in a poop poop on a stick, dip it in ranch, and feed it to a kid and they'll eat it. And I'm like, probably. ranch. I love ranch that much. <laughs> I'd probably do it. <laughs> Dude, dirty Mar- dirty Mardi Gras. Um, I got really hungry and there was this corn dog slash chicken on a stick stand. <laughs> Nice. Like up to St. Charles, and I got yep. one of each. <laughs> and like, the corn dog was a solid, like, foot long. Hell yeah. <laughs> and uh, that chicken on a stick was also, like, pretty lengthy. And, like, that corn dog was so good. It was delicious. Oh, it was everything I wanted in that moment. Uh, that chicken on a stick sucked, and I think it made me throw up. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> damn. Loved one got sick from the other. Damn. Ah, uh, you know. Remember, remember when we went to Nashville and uh, we got that? We stopped at that food truck. It was like the the build your own egg roll food yeah. truck, egg roll burger and it was thing. So good, man. Oh. And I was in the bathroom twenty minutes later. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I was left with your friend. <laughs> I mean, oh, he was an amazing God. guy. I love that dude. He was such a great <laughs> character to be around. <laughs> I do remember you leaving, be like, "Where did my boy go?" <laughs> I was like, "Bruh, I gotta go. <laughs> He's gonna miss the show." <laughs> Pretty sure I went back for seconds. It was that good, though. Like, <laughs> dude, I never had like an egg roll that wasn't a traditional you know style egg roll from a chinese Mm -hmm. restaurant i've just never thought about you can make anything into an egg roll and oh my gosh dude that cheese that burger cool dude i got like the pulled pork and mac and cheese egg roll i think oh boy you know what i should have known i should have known it was a shiesty place because as soon as we went up there like there was this absolute hippie guy just in the (laughs) just like hey man What's going on? How you doing? <laughs> what can I get for you, brother? Just like <laughs> you're like, what do you have? Real He's nice like, fella. I could put anything in an egg roll. <laughs> Real nice fella. Probably not the most sanitized. <laughs> no, no, no. But that's not why. You, that's not why you go to a food truck. You know. Nah, nah. You gotta be part, ready with the food trucks. Man. Part of the slop, you know, like <laughs> it's part of the slop. Philly had a food truck festival, and uh, I didn't go to it, but I wish I did. But I just I, – the aroma, the smell, the, like, oh, is this a county fair, like, type smell? Just, oh, if it's in the air, I'll just, like – I'm floating through the air with the smells. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, it's such – I'm such a – I'm such a slut for uh, food trucks. I really am. I'm just, like – they're expensive, but I think sometimes it's worth it. There's this really good one. Um, so I live next to like a club in the hood, right? Uh, nice. The island. Shout out the island. And sometimes there's this guy that pulls up with a, like his food truck and he parks it like on the neutral ground next to the club. Oh my god, man! <laughs> and I'm just kind of standing there in line, just like, hey y'all. <laughs> <laughs> What you gonna get? <laughs> I'm really excited for this. Oh man, this is barbecue's like a, killer. 
Oh, it's barbecue. I was gonna say, I, I would yeah, love man. like a taco at two a.m. after the club. Oh, that sounds bruh. that sounds dope, dude. That they had that taco truck outside of uh, Two Keys. Remember that one? They did. They did. They also had like a waffle truck for a while. I was like, who wants the yeah, who the not. fuck wants a waffle besides like going to Waffle House or something at two a.m. You know? You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong, dude. <laughs> We're just talking about so much food right now. I know. You know I'm what so I had? Hungry. You know what I had? You know what I had to eat like a few months ago? Um, a red beans and rice like waffle from Emeralds, dude. Whoa! What? Like Delicious. more on the savory side, okay? Oh, it was so good, man! Like, oh my god, it was delicious. Highly I believe recommend. you. Yeah, I'm more of a sweet breakfast guy. Like if I, yeah, yeah, I think like you know like whipped cream and syrup on the waffles. You know, mm-hmm. syrup all over the the eggs and sausage, hash browns. I don't like Man. ketchup, but hash brown's got to have it. Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm not a big ketchup person either. Dude, I'm a sucker for some good, like, savory breakfast. Um, I'm not a big sweets person in general. I just, and yeah, so, I have like, a sweet tooth. Maybe a little bit, but, like, ask Allison, dude. Like, every time we get dessert somewhere, that girl loves sweets. And so, like, she loves that I don't like them that much because we can only get one. Like we only have to get one. I will have one, maybe two bites, and then I say I'm over it. Like I, I can't take it anymore. She's just scarfing it down. <laughs> That's me, dude. Chocolates on the menu. I gotta get it. Gotta have it. Gotta have it. Jeez, man, so great. What are we talking about today, brother? All Lead right. us into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, Okay, I was actually getting super heated on the way home from work today. Uh, I I felt like a crazy person. I was talking to myself in the car uh, about this issue, and um, I need some hooter clarity. I need some. I need some backing on to see if I'm rational. This is actually one thing I always like to present problems, being like I have some of it figured out, but this one, it's a pattern of behavior that I'm having that I'm that people are telling me but i don't believe that i should change this behavior of mine so okay i need to start this i want to ask you a question what do you think the difference between being nonchalant and apathetic oh boy um let me get a let me make sure i have apathetic definition totally unpacked yeah make make sure i have it on too because i thought that was the right word but i I it's a word i use okay so lack of interest enthusiasm or concern okay versus being nonchalant okay yeah cool 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 cool. so nonchalant i feel is very like you see it and it's kind of you play it cool in a way so but apathy is just a total disregard, correct? So, mm. example, let's say I'm at a, you and I are at a bar, and we meet a new person, right? And let's call this fella, um, ba 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 ba, um, Jason. I don't know. So, meet Jason, really cool, really fine. We get to talking, but then he says something that. I don't think we totally agree with and mm-hmm. that we know isn't a cool or like just good person way of thinking. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not trying to be mightier than thou in this example. Just want to make that clear. Um, but 
you can be nonchalant by being, okay, I don't know this person and I don't feel like I'm really in the right place to, to shout and make a scene at this person. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something for them to deal with. I can just take myself out of the situation. I don't have to associate myself with it. Being apathetic about it is just absolutely letting it roll off the shoulder and continuing to to pursue this person as an interest, you know, as a friend mm-hmm. or something like that. And I think that's pretty fucked up. When you see the red flags and you see the the you know this isn't really the best dude around, but you're still trying to surround yourself with him. Yep. I think that's the apathy in that. Oh, God, sorry. I have a burp that just didn't come out. Um, I think that is like... <laughs> got caught in the throat for a second. Uh, that complete disregard for that behavior is a little concerning to me. But being nonchalant and then removing yourself is definitely what I would do if it's someone I just met. You know, if it was yeah, bad yeah. enough and, like, just completely out of left field, I would make it known how uncomfortable I feel about that and how much I don't appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it's just something a little weird, then, eh, you know, some people have quirks or some people just have their own way of thinking. I don't have to agree with it. I could just let it roll. See you later, brother. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, no, I, ca- I definitely think the same way. I think... The I the problem that arose and 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 multiple relationships have called this out enough to where really need to evaluate whether this is a problem or not. And I think it's okay. just I think I'm a very nonchalant person. And my definition of like nonchalant is go with the flow, nothing really bothers you, and if it does, it's not to the extent where anything drastic needs to happen. You know, I'm pretty calm, cool, collected on pretty much everything. I don't get bothered very easy, so I'm not really prone to being triggered very much. I am. I'm not saying I'm not triggered by things, but I yeah. even when I am, I feel like I'm still nonchalant about those triggers because I know I feel like I have a an emotion that kind of I don't maybe not an emotion, but a realization to help me calm down i don't know it's just like nothing is as big as it seems nothing is as crazy as it ever as you're feeling it and Mm -hmm. in multiple relationships i've i've gotten called out for being what they say is i don't like it feels like i don't care about things and i'm not putting k-dog on blast uh i because this is an issue that we had brought up together but it's it's a pattern of behavior that's happened through all of my relationships that i just put together in like two last two weeks where i was like oh my gosh that's been said to me multiple times so i don't want to like put blame on her you know i don't it's not like oversharing a story or anything but uh, um she like asked me to hang out i i was at work and i was like oh no i have plans tonight uh, me and the roomies were cooking some din and hanging out, and all she sent back was, oh, okay. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I know her. She doesn't send, like, short texts, you know? She's not, like, that kind of yeah. person. So I was like, oh, like, what? are you upset about something? <laughs> and then, uh, anyway, long story short, uh, she kind of felt like she was like, oh, well, you make plans with everyone else but not me, and it just feels like you don't care. And I heard her. I was like, absolutely. I took that, and... We had, and we had a, a adult conversation about it, and it was great. But the thing with that is, like, I don't care. The feeling that I give people is the feeling that I don't care. And 
that's that's happened in multiple relationships ever like not every girlfriend of mine but like the ones that I deem I've are really significant moments in my life they've all kind of said that and alluded that it seems like I just don't care and I <laughs> yeah. I'm having a really hard time realizing that it, it, I don't think it's a point of being apathetic. I think it's a point of being nonchalant. Like nothing really bothers me to the point where I need to like feel a very strong emotion about it. And mm-hmm. I don't want, and I'm cool about it. Like <laughs> I, I'm chill. Like that's like the synon- like the synonym I would use for nonchalant is chill. Like, I'm, hey man, I'm yeah. just chilling about it. Like there's, it's not an issue. And if it is, I don't like to make issues way bigger than they actually are because that blows everything out of proportion and things get lost in translation when it's like heated and emotions and things. So (laughs) I, I, the question is, or like, I don't even know if it's a question. I'm just trying to like pinpoint my attitude of being nonchalant comes off as I don't care. And I, I don't know. Like, I don't think it's that I don't care because this is my justification for it i think nonchalant is recognizing the behaviors and this and considering the feelings of other people it's not that i'm unaware that you're upset it's not unaware that i'm like this situation is obviously causing you some kind of emotional distress and it's not me being nonchalant is not not caring it's just i'm not projecting those emotions on me to affect me on this side of things I, yeah. If I'm, I'm having a good day, I'm going to keep having a good day whether you're upset or not. I'm going to let you sit in that, and I'm not going to be a, a, a like ride that emotion with you when I <laughs> – especially since it was over text message. I'm like, I'm not going to get upset by a text message because who knows how that was said. But I yeah. was uh, – you know, I, I, don't, I was just getting caught up. I was like, man – I do care. I have emotions and I'm not a robot. Like I, I, I'm understanding on all these, I do care about these things, but I would never, it's not enough to bring it up where I have an issue with it. Or like, I'm not, I'm nonchalant about those things where it's, I'm like, I don't know. I don't get bothered. So I don't ever really bring up problems that I'm feeling. Cause I don't usually have any, is that bad? Is that like, am I hiding something? No, I am would, I just tricking myself? No. Like what? <laughs> So the way I'm hearing it and just my experience in knowing you is that you do care a lot, you know, like you, it's not so much that, sorry, I'm trying to get my words straight here. It's it's, when you decide, when you make your plans, you usually stick to those plans, you know? Unless something happens or something like uh, some drastic thing, then you'll back out of something. But like ever since I've known you and I've asked you to hang out, for example, and you've told me, it's like, hey, man, like, sorry, I already made plans with like this group of people. You care about upholding those plans and that commitment that you already made. And that I wouldn't say is nonchalant, you know, it's to the other person it is just telling them how it is and just telling them like hey like i'm sorry i didn't know you wanted to do anything today but i didn't hear from you so i already made some plans you know like mm-hmm. and you're very inviting you really know if you feel free to come hang out with everybody but this is what i'm doing today you know but like i think oh man i kind of lost my train of thought no no, no i got it, i got it. um 
I think in K Dog's eyes here. Um, and I could be wrong. I don't yeah. know. This is just how I would view things. Yeah, and and um, I and yeah, this is like a a bigger picture idea of of the yeah. Actual, this is like, this yeah, is multiple. Yeah, yeah it's not specifically <laughs> this one. Yeah, it's <laughs> this one thing. It's it's like you said. It's like is this a pattern of behavior? Because I've heard it from every person I've been in a relationship with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I've kind of gotten that too, where. It, like even Allison sometimes she'll say it just feels like you don't really care about you know wanting to hang out with me as much and I say yes. well no it's not that I love hanging out with you yes. it's just I love hanging out with other people too yeah. and I want to you know what I'm saying like well, I <laughs> that's kind of the exact I, issue <laughs> it's like on Thursdays for example I was telling you before we started recording usually every Thursdays for these past couple months I've been going to this bar to go hang out watch live music and just chill out with some of my friends and it's been great and it's like one of the highlights of my week every week and allison knows that and she knows that i'm most likely going to be there and she is more than welcome to tag along if she wants to but if she doesn't want to then i am mostly still gonna go unless she's had a bad day and like needs me for real you know what i'm saying that's different yeah that's like when needs come yeah that's different if she's just like hey i want to go like i don't know i want to go to the flower shop or something like cool like we could do that earlier but once this starts like i'm i want to go there you know Mm -hmm. it's when i have things that interest me and these things that make up who i am are things that i'm interested in i want to try and uphold those things as much as i can because that's where i see myself and that's yeah. where i find my love and my interest in and when something i don't know if i'm giving an given another option of doing something that i'm not really as interested in i'm usually going to <laughs> want to yeah. do what i want to do anyway <laughs> right and i th- i don't know if how you respond to to these relationships you're in i don't know what you say and maybe that's where the issue is <laughs> i can i'll tell you <laughs> I, yeah, I, I mean, I, no i know the exact i know the exact reason of why I'll, like mo- multiple people have told me this is here i when an inconvenience happens i can't control <laughs> things in the realm so here here's the <laughs> i can't control life and the way it happens and I react the same way I'd want someone else to. So if so, so if if someone's upset, and I and it, it is like and it's a surprise, you know, like I got a text message that was a surprise that I didn't know was going to go this route, right? I, on yeah. this side of the phone, I'm happy. I'm having a good day. Sun, <laughs> sun is shining. I'm good. <laughs> and the I get a text and someone's upset, and I wait. Now I'm losing track of my thoughts. Um, what were we talking about holy shit how did you respond What'd oh you say? Thank, thank god thank you hooter um and i and i responded exactly how i i felt like it was appropriate i was like you know she was she said something along the lines well we haven't seen each other this week I have an anxiety about that i want to see you and i was like you know and i try in this moment i am i'm a heart i'm a feeler i i like to make people, I'm a comforter. I like people comfort, like to comfort people. So I'm saying stuff like, "Oh, it's all right. We'll make up for lost time. I know times are bad. Uh, 
it's okay. We'll we'll catch up. Something along those lines of just like trying to maintain a good mood, just being like, hey, I know it's an inconvenience, but like let's keep rolling with the punches. It's a little, it's a little dagger in your feelings, but like we can, you can pluck it right out, and we'll be all right. Like it just, I don't. To me, it's just like that's my nonchalant. Like it's okay. Yeah. It's like <laughs> yeah. It's and then yeah. that I'm that the same way. that response gets I. It feels like you don't care, and I'm like. Yeah. To an extent, to an extent, I don't care, right? There is like a little, it's like, this issue is not that big of an issue. It's not like, yeah. <laughs> I know I'm going to see you in the future. I know it's going to be. I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and I know, <laughs> so I'm just like, what's going on? And I, you know, and to get off K-Dog, I love you, baby. It's nothing like that. Um, Just in the general pattern of this behavior, multiple people have called this out on me and I, and I kind of made a realization of all of these different relationships, friends, family, and rom- romantic relationships. I'm never usually the one that has a problem with anything. Like, mm-hmm. if I'm in a relationship with someone nine times out of ten, I'm not saying I'm, I'm not going to stick up and, and voice my discomforts, but nine times out of ten, I'm usually, like, like chill. And mo- and they're the ones pre- presenting a problem that they have with me, and I never it to me it feels like I never seem to have problems with anybody, because I'm just nonchalant about it. It's not that I don't care. You can, like people that hurt my feelings and people that do bad things. Like I have feelings towards those, but it's not an it's I'm nonchalant about it. Where it's like I do I don't care to an extent, but also like but you know I'm nonchalant because it's in the end it's not going to affect me. And I know how to maneuver myself in a way where it's not going to affect me and I'm satisfied with that. I'm peaceful with that. Yeah. It's cool. And so I don't, when this happens, I feel like I'm just always the one who's being berated about problems. Like, Hey, you need to do this. You're doing this. This is making me feel this way. You're ma-. And I never, and when I say I never do it in return, I voice my discomforts, but I'm never, I never realize that I don't, The it's all the little things that I don't usually have a problem with. And I know the little things matter. And I need, I want to discuss those and mm-hmm. have a conversation about it. So there's an understanding, but also I'm just, it's passive to me because it doesn't seem like a grandiose issue that requires this much emotion and effort to be put forward. That's a lot of uh, emotion is tiring. It's exhausting. When you feel a lot, you're going to be tired. I don't like that feeling of <laughs> having a, a great work day, but an emotional, terrible day. It makes you like, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't like that. So maybe I, I'm good at distracting myself. Yes, I can I know there's like faults in not handling my problems face on, but I don't think that that's a concern of whether it steps it's I don't think that's a concern that steps into the realm of ap- apathy, like, you know, not caring. Not Yeah. I care a lot and I think you have a lot of nerve if you tell me I don't because that's I feel like I care a lot about a lot yeah. of things. <laughs> people included so i'm just i don't do you feel like uh like in most relationships you're the you're the problem is that oh absolutely (laughs) i'm absolutely the problem (laughs) (laughs) is this the most toxic masculinity speech i've ever just given in my life are you the problem? <laughs> oh man, I've been left a lot, fellas. Uh, <laughs> let's see. <laughs> no, I know what you mean. I know exactly what you oh. mean, man. Like, uh, 
dude, so when I was doing my long distance relationship with Sam, right? And it was, if I didn't, I'm fine, like, not talking on the phone. Like, mm-hmm. just an example. I like it to an extent. And if I feel the need to call you, if I really need to hear your voice, I will absolutely call you. But, dude, I don't talk to my mom on the phone. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't talk yep. to anybody on the phone. Allison and I, we talk on the phone maybe once a month. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> and it's usually just to say, hey, uh, don't forget milk at the grocery store or something like that. You know? Yeah. And like, that was a big issue for us where, dude, I kept constant communication with her because, you know, I wanted her to know that I missed her. And I know that long distance is hard and I wanted to make sure that she felt the love from afar. But I wasn't going to like, I didn't see it as a big deal that we didn't have like a nightly hour conversation. Right. Yeah. I didn't see that as a problem. Yeah. And she did. (laughs) And that's, you know, that's fine. That's okay. And uh, I'm not going to say that we talked every day, but you know, definitely a little compromise was made where it's like, okay, once a week, like I'll definitely give you like a long form phone call just to really catch up on the week and just, you know, be all mushy gushy and shit. And like, um, Allison, she like, I feel with Allison, she is, she keeps her feelings very like inside and she has no problem telling you if she's upset about something, but she's not going to let you know unless it really bothers her. Right. Mm. And sometimes if i'm a very scatterbrained motherfucker okay i am so all over the place i have a shotgun blast of thoughts at a time where it's just bam 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 bam. i am all over the place like Mm -hmm. i probably have adhd i don't know (laughs) but like um so i forget to do like like chores for example like if i don't see it it's not there (laughs) you know (laughs) if if it's not my very immediate line of vision for the most part like i like i also do think about things and try and keep things in the back of my mind that i feel are very important um oh wow this sounds like such a shitty thing but sometimes i forget to clean the litter box man i do (laughs) and like allison will be like jordan like it always seems like i have to ask you to do it like can you just remind yourself to do it? I was like, oh, I like, I seriously, it's not me trying to avoid it. It's not me saying, fuck that litter box. You clean it. No, it's not me at all. It's because the litter boxes are in a whole other room of the house that I am never in. And I just, I don't think about it. <laughs> it's not. You've been hanging out with Goose too much. <laughs> I hang out with Goose too much because I can just go outside and take him out there. I'm like, all right, cool. Animal has pooped. I'm good. And like, I'm like, oh, wait, those animals have poop, but they inside. God, and, you know, it's like it's stuff like that. And it really gets on her nerves. And I like I feel really bad about it. But it, sometimes she feels like I just don't care about it. And it's really not me caring about it because I care about my cats and I love my animals and I want mm-hmm. them to be as comfortable and as clean and as, you know, happy as possible. But man, <laughs> like, yeah. I just, it, it leaves my brain sometimes. <laughs> and like, 
yeah. leaves my brain sometimes. I'm terrible at forgetting things, dude. I I will forget things up until the minute that someone like I, I'll forget plans. Like I withhold them, but someone will text me and be like, "All right, man, I'll be there in like 20." And I'm like, "Oh fuck, I forgot about that." <laughs> like I'm good about going and like getting there, but <laughs> just like ah shit, I'll forget about all that stuff, <laughs> dude. No lie. Just thinking, like, just now, I forgot that Allison loaded the dishwasher yesterday, and she asked me to start it, and I didn't start it, because I, <laughs> because I didn't load it first, because the sink is pretty empty right now, and I forgot that there's dirty dishes in the... All right, everybody, we're going to take a 30-minute uh, commercial break for him to go do his um, goddamn dishes. Go do my chores real quick. All I have to do is... Put a pot in there and like some detergent and press the button. <laughs> it literally takes 10 seconds and I still haven't yeah. done it. And it's been 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh, well, that answered that question. You definitely are the problem. Is. <laughs> oh, I am a problem. Man. No, no, I'm not. And I, I don't want to be that, that, that really comes off as arrogant. And I, and I know that when I said it, I feel like, oh, why? Why am I always the problem? That's a really narcissistic way to look at that. I'm not. I don't want to like make it. Oh, it's about me. But when I really digest the issues that I've had with people in relationships and what I've brought up, the things that mean something a little, like you know, something that is worthy of a conversation, they're really, really big things. I think it's about respecting people. It's about boundaries. It's about. Uh, expectation like there, there are things you need to have conversations about I feel like and I take the little the little things that you're learning about people because as much as I think I know someone every day I can learn something new about them and so I'm mm-hmm. I'm learning how to adjust <laughs> my little knobs on how to incorporate feelings and people in my life and I do it very with the flow, with the chill, like it's chill. I never like. I I just don't try to get worked up because I if I get worked up, it's that does that doesn't help anybody. It makes you nope. like the person that I'm like having the issue with more anxious because now they're in. Like what happens with me is like if someone's upset with me, I get in this recovery mode where I have to. I feel like I have to explain myself. I feel like I have to put myself in their shoes and rock in the same boat for some reason and i can't do that i can't i've already have enough of my own problems that i yeah, don't man. want to bear the weight of yours unless it's really like needed you know i don't want i if people i'm, I'm there for people and i don't i just don't want that to be taken advantage of um of course right. i'm there i'll be there a drop of a hat um but i'm just i don't know i just I like I like to let things simmer. Maybe that's my nonchalant attitude. Is I I don't get immediately worked up. I might later. It might bother me to the point where I've been thinking about it for a while, and then I'll say something because it's actually been bugging me. But for the most yeah. part, if I'm triggered, it'll go away in five ten minutes. If something exactly. like you know, I'm just like oh like that. I didn't like that. Let me just wait this out. Give me two minutes. I'm like squirrel, and I'm like all right, cool. I'm over. It. Like. <laughs> I'm over. I, I, that's kind of my attitude, and that's about a lot of things. Like prime example, prime example. I I was about to go out. We we're about to go uh, hang out in the park, and on my way out, I dropped my phone. My screen cracks. The the charging port dented, so now I can't even plug in a like my phone. Ooh. It fucked up. Like it was bad, and it I was just bad. 
I just looked at it and I picked it up and obviously it was all broken and shit. And I was like, all right, well, like, you know, all right, well, like, like I'm, I still got plans. Like, let's go. Don't worry about it. Let's let's just keep going. Everyone, and everyone, you know, everyone's like, oh, what the fuck is like your phone's broken, dude? Are you OK? I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm fine. Like, it's it, it is what it is. It's broken. Like, what am I going to do about it's a phone. it? It's fine. It's a yeah. phone. It's like, was it my heart? No, we're good. Like, we're safe. <laughs> and. That that reaction was like, yeah, that's how I feel like that's how I deal with most problems. It's like I if you bring it up or like something happens where someone's upset or like a, uh, an event happens where it may cause someone to get upset. I just go, hey, let's like it's fine. You can't do it. The thing is, I can't do anything about it in the mo- yeah. in the moment, like getting worked up and upset and like overheated about a broken phone is a waste of so much energy. It's like <laughs> Energy, Dude. time, makes everyone uncomfortable, makes me uncomfortable. I just... <laughs> You're not wrong. Like, the way I feel how my my go-with-the-flow attitude, like... To me, I feel like I'm so just... Uh, let it breathe, let it, let it be, like, for a second, is because in my experience of seeing people blow up with their emotions, it makes everything worse. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I... I'm trying my hardest not to make everything worse here. Like if this is a shitty situation, I'm not trying to freak out and like, Mm-mm. and I'm not trying to freak out and, and make this DEFCOM two a DEFCOM three. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, I'm not exactly. trying to do that. <laughs> Plus I just know it's not good for me, man. Like a few weeks ago, um, Allison and I were taking the dog out. We went to city park, having a good time. And then I get a phone call from my parents that, um, like, one of my student loans is, like, fucking with them because they're a so- co-signer on it. And yeah. and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, and I started freaking out and I had a fucking panic attack. Like, I we had to go home. I f- went in the bathroom. I almost passed out because I was hyperventilating. Like, it was bad. And, like, I was like, good Lord, that solved nothing. Like, and then I calmed down a little bit and I called my parents and like we worked a situation out and made and we fixed the issue. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> it just it just took a calm conversation to make it happen. But it took a whole day later to do it because all of us were kind of freaking out about it. Yeah. And like <laughs> and it's just like if we would have just gone into that with a cooler head from the get go. It would have worked out so much easier, and it would have been like, yep, oh my god! And just from that experience alone, I value. Some people don't like it. Some people think that I, I have no real emotion, or I have no like, like yep. But it's because of my awareness of that emotion that I know where I stand and where my threshold is, and I know if I get too excited about something, if I get too worked up. It's not good for me, and because everybody knows, as they get to know me, like I, I will tell you how much I love you and how much I care about you, bro. One mm-hmm. of my favorite things to do when I'm blackout drunk is I don't send. I told you this before. I don't send blackout. Hey, you up text, bro? I send like love letters to my friends saying how much I appreciate them as human Hell beings, yeah. <laughs> and like. I haven't seen this person in five years, but guess yeah. what? I think about you all the time, and I want you to know it. And I'm just like, I'm so proud to know who you are. Yeah, and all like, cast no breaks. <laughs> all cast no breaks, man. And like, 
I, you know, I'm human. I am, if something bugs me enough, I feel like I have the, the capacity to, to voice my feelings and my issues on something yeah. in a calm way, because I feel like that's the most respectful way about it, not only to myself, but to the other person that I'm yeah. agitated with. Like, I'm at this pool party yesterday, and it's a wild pool party. This isn't the first story, but it's a different one, where where it was, like, this girl who, like, oh, God. The worst part about vaping is not the 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 lung damage that i'm doing to myself it's everyone asking, asking for it for it yes <laughs> oh my god yes that's what it's gonna make me quit faster than myself <laughs> oh for real for real i just might quit solely because i could have the satisfaction of saying sorry <laughs> don't uh, have sorry, it i don't have it <laughs> gave it up that's so true <laughs> <laughs> but no there's this person that i've been hanging out with more and more and they're super sweet, and I really like them, and I really enjoy their presence. But one thing that really bugs me is that if I'm standing next to them, they will just stick their hand out and, like, look me dead in the eye, like, saying but not asking, hey, give me your vape. And I, after, like, the third time of that happening, I pulled her aside, and I said, hey, I really don't like that. Like, if you want something from me, just ask me. Like, I am a – I am nice. Like, I don't care about – like, I'm not stingy with my shit. Like, I will share everything I have. Just ask me. Just, like, say please. That's Holy all I want. shit, dude. I said the exact same thing to one of my friends. <laughs> Bruh. Verbatim. Good lord, Verbatim, man. Verbatim, like, <laughs> I said the same thing, dude. <laughs> what I have is for everyone. That's how I was raised. Like, Absolutely, I, I was, yeah. I got... It, my my mom and my grandparents they said if you bring something into the house you better be willing to share because yep. blah 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 unless it was my grandma's cookies because she didn't share that <laughs> shit um, <laughs> but like I don't know I just I I find it very rude and really like I don't know like it's, it's like you, are, is this like, why you is this why you hang around me just so you could have like yeah. a free hit of nicotine every once in a while yep you, you know, feel like, like the Jim and Dwight thing where he's like training him with the mints with the mints yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> that's exactly the hand motion they just stick it out and don't say anything and it's like Oh man, what got me even more worked up? Golly, I'm really like I felt so bad after I did this. Like I actually went and apologized because I felt I was a little too harsh. Oh god, <laughs> <But>, like Peter <laughs> snapped. <laughs> I I really wasn't. I really wasn't. I was being stern, but it was just like, like hey, respect me. Like got your big boy you know? stern voice out. <laughs> oh man, put on my britches, <laughs> tighten my belt. <laughs> There's those car hearts. Oh. Like, <laughs> boy howdy but man like i fucking like it, it it made me more upset that they were so like just full of of pride feeling like they didn't do anything wrong that it was hard for them to even pronounce the word please and i said dude i said dude you are not getting this until you say it and they said okay please i said no that's not real that's not genuine like you're in timeout. Like, I don't want like come back in ten minutes. Go think about what you've done here. Like <laughs> Uncle Jordan's at the party. Dude. Bro, I've been on a tear of like of of really standing up for myself. Dude, for, I'm so proud of you, man. I'm so proud of you. A few weeks ago, my friend Skylar, and I hope she doesn't care that I'm telling the story because hey, she knows I love her. But like 
Skylar is one of my best friends in the world at this point. Mm-hmm. Love this girl so much. And like whenever like we're at work or something and she doesn't feel like doing something, she'll hit me with a guilt trip. So I do it for her. And like after the first, you know, few weeks, uh, I was like, golly, I've been, it's just been really like on my radar and like, I've just been noticing it more and more and more. (laughs) And this is something that I grew up with as well, where like I was guilt tripped a lot as a kid. So I would do things for my family saying like, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, my back hurts. Do this for me. It's like, yeah, just tell me what to just tell me you need a favor. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's all I want. That's all I want. But Skylar hit me with that, Jordan. I've been, I've been working so hard. I really don't feel like going upstairs because I've been like giving me all these excuses of why she doesn't want to do it. And I looked at her dead in the eyes, like Skylar, shut up. Don't guilt trip me into, don't guilt trip me into doing something for you. Just fucking ask me, man. Like you know I will, because you know, like it's like it's not me trying to be a dick. It's me telling you, like, like. I'm trying to be considerate here, but I need you to be considerate too. Like, yep. yep. <laughs> don't take advantage of my niceness. No, don't. <laughs> I was like, dude, your guilt trips remind me of my fucking mom growing up, and I don't like it. Like, <laughs> she's like, oh my God, I do that? It's like, yeah, you do that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm just telling you this as a friend, and I want you to just be aware of what you do. Good Lord. Like, Yo. you know, I love you, and I wouldn't say this shit yeah, if I yeah, hated exactly. you. Exactly. <laughs> because I want you to be annoying to everyone, but I want you. <laughs> no exactly no but those talks are necessary between friends i I like to pick on ian in this situation uh growing up we we, there were several moments where me and ian even as kids fought and had problems with one another and we're just like badger i took a month off i boycotted our friendship for like a (laughs) a month dude (laughs) yeah man and i didn't he lived in my neighborhood and i just like never wanted to hang out never answered his calls like avoided him at school for a whole month (laughs) and i mean finally we were like kids and we're just like that was dumb we're like yeah let's go (laughs) make a ninja movie in the backyard all right cool hell (laughs) yeah uh but I mean, like in those moments, like we laugh. Of course, we laugh about them now. We're dumb little kids. But in every one of my friendships, uh, the reason we're still friends and the people why I think I cherish them so much is because we've had those rough times where we're uncomfortable with each other's behavior. We've called each other out. Hey, I don't like that, or that made me feel this way. Uh, and we're able to like have a conversation about it. And you're allowed to be upset. We can. I'm allowed to be upset. That like we can let each other sit in those, but we rekindled and that we're now we're much more of aware our friendship is now stronger because we're aware yeah. of those things. <laughs> and I, I hate people who can't, I, maybe I shouldn't say I hate people. That's like, it's a little drastic. God, but, I hate people. <laughs> God, I hate people. <laughs> uh, but I, the, the behavior where someone calls you out on your shit and you, you can be upset by that. Like maybe it's not the right time and place for to be called out. Like we kind of had a, I talk a little bit about like there is an appropriate way to pull someone aside and, and voice how you feel and, you know, make sure no one's getting embarrassed and, and it's said directly and, you know, the way it's supposed yeah. to be. Uh, but sometimes like you're, you know, you have a moment where you and your friend blow up because that's usually how it is. It's a fight. It's an argument. It's some kind of confrontation, hopefully not physical. Um and you're a lot, and you get, you're both just heated, and you go your separate ways, and you stay mad at each other for a little bit, and then it dies off, and you rekindle, whatever. But in that phase of like, more times than not, I'm chilling. I'm like, I'm not mad. I'm not upset. I understand, and I'm aware of this is all going on. But I don't. 
there's something about it where it's not affecting me and I'm cool. Like I'll handle it and I'll address it when the time's appropriate, but it's not affecting me right now. And I'm going to let you sit and be mad at me or I'm going to let you sit and like, especially if I'm, and I'm thinking of uh, now I'm the one bringing up the problem and letting you and you react terribly to it. You're, you think you're being attacked. You think you're, you know, being, uh, berated by in some sort of fashion i'll let you just be mad because like you said i'm not telling you because i'm i'm being a dick i'm not telling you i'm telling you because i love you and i really want this to work and i enjoy time and i want to see you and keep and i want to keep you seeing you in that light and grow in your light and be better (laughs) but i will fucking let you fester and sit in that fucking heat (laughs) for a little while but you know i'm no i don't that's that's the thing is it like is it bad that i don't feel bad when other like when people have a problem with me like it's not that like i said i'm aware of what to do like i'm like okay i i understand how that made you feel i understand that what i said or what i did made you feel that way and i will be considerate of that moving forward but it doesn't it doesn't make me uncomfortable doesn't make me like cower in my shoes like doesn't make me like i hate you doesn't make me it just goes ah damn fuck uh I apologize for that. That's you because it's usually something I never intended and didn't really know. So, yeah, it's like, <laughs> no, I feel that, man. I feel that because I don't know. I, I <laughs> my lack of caring, quote unquote, <laughs> is not a lack of caring. It's an awareness. I feel, you know, like if I have someone upset with me and I know I really hurt their feelings and it, usually the t- it's completely by accident and yeah. it's just me being scatterbrained and not thinking about it yeah like i if i am aware that i hurt your feelings about something i did i will absolutely apologize and i want you to know that i'm really sorry and but i'm not going to pester you to forgive me right on the spot you know no i am going to give you the space you need away from me so you can kind of you know heal at your own time like everybody has different levels of how they feel about things some people are way way uh, well the way saying way too emotional sounds like <laughs> a bad thing right but some people are are more sensitive to their emotions than others and everybody heals at a different rate and so my <laughs> my rate isn't the same level as some people and i and i feel like i have the awareness to know that and if I know that they love me and I know they want me to be around, I know they'll come back once they're once they're right, you know? Yeah. I just have to cuz I know for me the last thing I would want is if I was mad at someone, I don't want them, you know, hitting me up with a million apologies that aren't genuine just so they can get back in my good graces as quickly as possible. That's yep. not what I want. That's yep. not what I want because then odds are I'm going to be <laughs> mad at you even longer, you yep. know? Yep. And like like Allison, Allison made me so mad a few months ago. Made me so mad. I hate her. Oh God, dude. Bro, I for real, for real. I I was so aggravated with her, and she saw how how pissed off I was. Mm-hmm. And like we we get back in the car after like this three hour nonsense of an ordeal that we were going through, and like 
she looked at me and said, okay, I'm ready to get yelled at. Like I'm ready, for, <laughs> ready to be blown up. <laughs> I'm just like, no, like I, I'm not doing that. Like I'm going to let you sit in it for a second because like, I'm going to say something I'm going to regret. I don't want to do that. I need to cool off in my brain before we get there. Yep. Like I'll let you know whenever I'm ready and mm-hmm. then we can talk about it. And like a couple hours later, we talked about it. Everything was totally fine. I had a second to chill down and you know, I told her, I was like, listen, I'm trying to get this off my chest right now. I'm trying to I'm trying to nip this issue in the bud because I hate when things carry over. Mm-hmm. And I just want to get this conversation done with. Let's and I want things to, to be back to normal. Yep, and let's like, move on. Let's move on. And I said what I needed to say. I confirmed, you know, I not confirmed, like, yes, confirmation, you are still loved. But, like, I... I reassured her that i was still you know i still love you and exactly saying all this because i love you and if i didn't love you it would be no problem and that's not what you want from me it's not what you want (laughs) (laughs) you know like i will yeah i will always like you or i will always love you baby but i won't always like you you know yeah man that's just everybody some of my friends good lord i need a break from you man i need i need to get away from you sometimes so i can still like you yeah. Good, man. Yeah. No, the great the greatest gift anyone could give you is peace of mind. And I don't and and fighting and bringing up problems all the time does not give anyone a peace of mind. I want <laughs> just I, a piece of their mind, boy. Just a pe- like <laughs> like hear me out. Like I I don't I I'm stressed about work, I'm stressed about family stuff like got some events going on you know everyone has a problem every in the world so you know you're trying to manage all of the things that are going on i have enough to stress about and the one thing i like yes relationships cause stress and it's needed to work out things and it, it is important but like what i need most of all from any relationship friends family and romantic relationships included is just peace of mind i need to be able to like yeah click out for 10 solid 20 solid minutes and like just be able to be in my head with nothing and just sit there in the quiet and like just be there and not have not have a worry that something else is going on that you know that that i'm directly relating to and what i mean by that is if you're all if you're always bringing up a problem problem Problem. Um, we're always bringing up a problem, and we're and we're always having these kind of discussions. That's granted. You're you're talking to the right guy because I like talking about this kind of subject. But at the same time, that's not all I like to talk about. It gets old, and I yep. don't like to be. It's a lot of effort to kind of put this much effort and thought into thinking like this. So it's as much as I like it. Sometimes it's just like, I need to click out and I need to be able to have peace of mind that nothing's going to change within 10 minutes of each other and 20 minutes. Of, so like, I just need some kind of like, I don't know what it is. Like maybe I don't, and I, and I know it's really rude to be like, take a chill pill, but sometimes like that's all I need for you to do is, and yeah. I, and I can't eat. And especially if, if you're having a problem with me and you're bringing it up, I know it sounds really rude and arrogant and non-sensitive to say, dude, just take a chill pill. But I guarantee, like, it's not as drastic as you think. And if it is, we need to, like, have a much more different kind of conversation about it because I care about you and I want this to change. (laughs) And I'm like, dude, and it doesn't ever work out like that. And I'm like, dude, if you – yeah, I'm just – 
I'll be the happiest man in the world if I have peace of mind in certain avenues of my life. And I'm not saying I'm never going to have a problem with relationships and K-Dog and things, but I don't want that to be the consistent problem. I don't want, no one wants that thing that's always keeps coming up and you have to fucking fight every time it's brought up. You know, it's like, right. I, I want to just be able to like, you I, for more times than not, I just want you to be like hanging out with me and be my girlfriend and we're just chilling. And this goes for friends and family. I just want you to be there hanging out with me nine times out of 10. I don't, need this issue because it's not yeah. <laughs> to me it's it's not that i don't care it's just that i'm not not gonna like may, here maybe it is like a sensitivity issue do you think i'm sensitive mm. in what way sensitive of like yes i'm in, in tu- i'm i feel like i'm in, in in touch with my emotions but I don't because nothing really bothers me. I feel like it, I don't, I wouldn't consider it tough skin, but I would say I'm not sensitive. Like I'm like you know if you if you I'd like say, you know I don't yeah know. I'm not saying <laughs> you're definitely not a boo boo crybaby. You know you're not a wah wah wah. But yeah. like and I don't know. I, it, we've said this a trillion times. Like you and I, I feel like we're very very similar in a lot of ways. And if you are any reflection of how I feel, mm. um, yeah, some things can really bother me, you know, like, yeah, from the jump, like I can, you know, I'm, I am a person, uh, some things are very touchy for me, but for the most part, like I understand that not everything is done with malice and not everything is done solely against me. And so I can, I have a sort of peace of mind with that mm-hmm. where, it's not going to bother me all the time. And exactly. Like I just like you, I'm not very I don't have tough skin. Like dude, if you could say something and it will really hurt my feelings, you know? Like and exactly. I will have a moment about it and mm-hmm. I'll need a second to breathe. But like I'm definitely not a a I don't know, like <laughs> No, hear me. I know what you're saying, but I don't know how to describe yeah, it. Yeah, you know no, it's like this. It's like if I came to you and I had a problem with you, Hooter, and I brought it up of like, Hooter, that is really bothering me. Are you triggered into thinking that, you know, I don't, maybe it's a bad example because it's me and you know that's not how I communicate with you. But I, like if someone brings up a problem, how easily are you triggered about them bringing up a problem? Because sometimes if it's about a non non-issue that i think like you know like non-issues being something dumb like chores something like that like i i don't i don't it's like that doesn't bother me but if you were to like hey you know you really hurt my feelings because you did the a b and c then i get triggered because i'm like whoa i never my intention is never to hurt somebody and that's when i'm a little bit more sensitive to my emotion of being like a little more heated or angry or like uh not even angry just like surprised and like oh shit now i'm flustered and i get like sensitive and like i want to explain myself but i'm also like in practice of managing my emotions so i'm just like all right listen to them out you know i'm going through my process of trying to handle this but there are issues more like there are certain things like you were saying there are touchy subjects there are like certain things that happen so like when you when someone's bringing those up how sensitive are you to receive that information or do you take it as like 
and really look at it. Is it like, are you, are you immediately feel attacked and then you're okay? Or is it like you're okay and then later you feel attacked? Or is it like you don't feel attacked at all? Or you only feel attacked? Now, is it uh, like, so I think now I have, I have a way to say it. So Allison and I got into like a little, little fight not too long ago where not even a little fight but i kind of snapped back at her mm. because um she was telling me like the same thing over and over again about myself and that's when i get too sensitive about something like i have no problem being criticized for my behavior or my my actions mm-hmm. but it's when it's the same button being pressed over and over and over again such a short amount of time then I get very sensitive. I get very mad. Not mad, but I get really aggravated. And yeah. like, I just want to, sh- I just want the conversation to stop. Mm-hmm. That's how I get. Like, I have, it's like, like a shield, right? Like, the first hit is like, boing, right <laughs> off, right off. Yeah. Yep. But if you keep going at it, it's going to break down, right? Absolutely. You know Great what I mean? analogy. Yeah. And like, some things, sometimes my emotions get whittled down. And it's like exposing a nerve and like the slightest little touch of it will, ah! yeah. but as long as I got something in front of it, you know, it's totally fine. It's totally cool. Like she was telling me something like Jordan, I, you know, you were doing this and it's, it was really bothering me. I said, all right, cool. Like I'll keep that in mind. It was not my intention to do that. And then two minutes later she brings it up again. And then two minutes later she brings it up again. And I just, <laughs> it's like, all right, this is over. Like, we're not talking about this anymore. Like, I'm over it. Yep, I got I it. I understand what you're saying. I got it. Mm. Like, give me a second, <laughs> right? Yep. And it's stuff like that where I where I get, like, quick to fire. Okay. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... The, yeah, there, I mean, there's, like, certain buttons that everyone, you know, can be pushed. But I, I don't... F- Hear me out. And this is going to be a weird analogy. This would be, like, kind of my final thought, maybe. Okay. Um, like I just I don't get I don't let my emotions control me. And this is going to be a really extreme example. I don't know if this is a good analogy. I just thought of it. But like think of a, a trial where someone has murdered your like a really good close friend of yours and you're angry mm-hmm. about it. You're going to trial. The guy that they suspect is that did it is now on the bench. They have this evidence and at the end of the trial he ends up being not guilty. The um, there's an emotion that I can I can't fathom that I don't know yeah. what that would feel like, but I imagine all you want is justice to be served. All you want is like some name to like you know make this closure and like move on. And there's a part of you that your emotions get the best of you, and it you you know to an, to an extent that you might think I don't care. I just want that guy in jail. You know, there's like a per- part where you're just like, I don't care if he's innocent. I just want it over. I just want it solved. I just want it, you know, and that's your emotion speaking because that's not actually what you want. That's not actually like you don't want an innocent man to go. You want the real person who is mm-hmm. committed this. You're just caught up in all of this, like wanting this thing so bad and it, and it hurt you so bad that you, what your your emotions are driving you to think something r- drastically that's unethical and, and bad and, and inappropriate. And I think because of that standpoint, whenever I'm heated and I'm in, in this influx of emotion, 
I know I'm going to say something I know I don't mean. I know I'm going to say or do something that's out of character a little bit, not to harm anyone specifically or anything, but to to maybe justify the means in which an issue is brought up. And I don't like that. I I know that's not the real me. I need to take that minute to cool, like you were saying, cool down. So because my emotions I know are not fact at all. To me, yeah. I can't. I know they're real, and I and I know out of and I feeling is awesome. It's really good, and it's highly encouraged to feel. That's a part of life. That's what gives us art and creation. Is this is feeling and, <laughs> but like you can't. I can't take that. Like anytime I'm feeling the anything that I'm thinking when I'm in an a, an emotional spell, I know is not true. I know it's things that I don't want to happen. It's just selfishly, I'm like that needs to happen, or that is. That's got to be the way it goes. That's got to be it. So, I don't. I, I don't know where I was going with this, but I feel like for me, the reason I'm so, you know, quote unquote, I don't care or nonchalant is this attitude where my emotions aren't fact. I know how to manage them, but sometimes I can't. And in those moments, I know I'm vulnerable to doing things that are out of character. So I don't mm-hmm. want that to happen. And I'm, I I just get in this in this mode of. It makes me feel like a robot because it's like, okay, well, take the emotion out of it, and then you can handle it. It's like that's not how it should work. You should be able to coincide your emotions with how it makes you feel, how it like handle. But that's not the way I think. I'm such an analytical, rational, trying to ground myself all the time thinker that I know my emotions aren't fact, even though the way I feel is important. I just don't deem it as important as I probably should, which makes me <laughs> kind of allude to that. I don't care about most things and I, I don't, I'm kind of just trying to go in a roundhouse of summing this up, but, um, I think, I think I've got a good way. Um, so I've been watching, uh, winning time on HBO, the rise of the Lakers dynasty. It's really good. Gives it, gives it a good watch, but it was like episode three, I think. Um, and honestly, I didn't think that like, this is a completely different sense of what they were talking about. It's a completely different conversation, but I still think <coughs> this phrase like or this analogy is spot on to what we're talking about here. Is that uh, Jerry Buss, who's the owner of the Lakers, he's freaking out about everything going on around him. And his business partner comes up to him. He's like, listen, man, like there is more to life or there's more to the cliff than just the edge. Take a step back and enjoy the view. You know what I'm saying? Like, Ooh. and that really stuck with me because you're not wrong. Like we, we, when we get to these places in the heights of our own psyche and emotion and, and just life in general, we feel like the next step is going to be the downfall, right? And we feel like <laughs> I could explode at any moment. Yep. But like, <laughs> and I was talking to one of my friends about this, um, my friend Madeline, you know, shout out Madeline, happy birthday, um, where she was kind of ha- kind of freaking out about something at work the other day. And she's very like type A, very mm-hmm. like has to have everything sorted in its place, P's and Q's minded all over, you know? Yep. Um, and I told her that cause she was kind of like going like, you could see it. You could see her brain just <laughs> going into overdrive. And I told her, I said, Madeline, <laughs> there's more to the cliff than just the edge. Take a step back. And she's like, 
huh. <laughs> like it. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird way of like calming someone down. Yeah. Like yeah. Like life has a hell of a view, you know. And when you're too worked up about falling, you miss it. Well, you'll hit it eventually, but you, it'll hurt you know, a lot you'll, more. <laughs> it'll hurt a lot more. But you'll miss what you got going on in front of you if you're too worried about what's right there. And I don't know. I've that that's something that's going to stick with me, and I feel like it's very applicable to to how I manage my emotions. Is that I know how angry I can get, and I know how how sensitive I can be, and how worked up and hurt by other people that i can get Mm -hmm. and at some point i just decided to take a step back and really really indulge myself with with going with the flow man it sounds like such a hippie way to deal with things but it's really not you know it's it's it's, not it's not it's because i will say it, it lets me see things so much clearer and it helps me manage bad situations so much easier because I know that, yeah, I can take another step and I'm not going to fall off. And as long as I give myself that room, things are going to be okay. Things you know? are going to, yeah. The, the, and yeah, we've been, you've been through and I've been through so much in our life already to where the little things, I like, that I, like I said, it's not that I don't care. It's just they don't matter because I've dealt with much bigger problems before. Why? Yeah. Yes, the little things matter. That's a conversation, but in the grand scheme of things, I'm looking at the big picture. I'm looking at what it is as a whole rather than like one little piece. And I know sometimes I I need to be a little bit more sensitive to that situation because I'm a lot more certain in a lot of different avenues than other people are. Um, yep. With myself and the and other people, so I, I definitely need to dev- I need to take a step back myself and share the view you know sometimes i i always i'm worried about like i i'm like i'm more of the person that's someone else is on the edge and i'm over with like ropes and harnesses saying you need to be safe you need to do you know go about it this way and i'm like go about it the easiest way possible and sometimes like i i don't know maybe that's like a safeguard I, because i've been hurt so much that i try to like i want to protect everyone in my life not in an overly uh, passive way you know or like overly indulgent way but i want everyone to like if they're gonna hurt i want it to hurt a lot less than i did and yeah you know i don't feel yeah. like these issues are they're not gonna hurt me so because <laughs> so like i'm not gonna get that much worked up about it <laughs> they used to i feel like the the this kind of conversation is very like i can look back on like when i was like 16 maybe 16 to 18 and i was the complete opposite of what we were talking about today. I got, I was short tempered. I was hot fused. Everything bothered me. And then it's like, yeah, no, it's, <laughs> I, I recognize, I don't, I like, I, I can't really, I don't really remember specific events. I will, if you give me some time, but I'm like, I feel like I, I definitely remember having some moments where I'm like, I embarrassed myself cause I freaked out. <laughs> I, yeah. I did something I wasn't supposed to. I did some, you know, I said something very mean to somebody, just something that I'm not proud of, and it's because of that mentality of yeah, I'm gonna speak for my emotions right now, which that's healthy. That's what you need to do with your friends and people who like yeah. talk talk it out. But I don't know. Hear me. I love talking about 
emotions and and this realm of things from a point of view where we're talking about emotion being like a tangible thing you can hold like it it feels Mm -hmm. like when we're talking about sadness or angry it feels like the emotion is something that i'm like showing you in the camera or like you know like look at this this is what i'm talking about (laughs) and that's kind of way i I love to think about it because in practice your emotions are happening like you know uh what do you call a surprise uh they're happening naturally, uncontrollably. Yeah. You're instinctually. Thank you. Instinctually. <laughs> like, you uh, that, yeah, I, I don't know where I, I just trying to think of that word blank my thoughts, but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's kind of my, my final thought. I, I feel like I know we wanted to talk about a little bit of something different, but it, it morphed into like what I needed today. So I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, of course, man. Of course sometimes these conversations evolve we kind of kind of stray away from the from the beaten path but yeah, that's life it's life anyways that's life what are you gonna do <laughs> don't get too worried about it <laughs> oh can we throw like every cliche phrase like don't worry about it too much like make your bed every morning <laughs> So every cliche, everything will be okay. Oh my god, man! <laughs> Takes two hundred six muscles to frown, but only ten to smile, or some shit like that. Well, <laughs> if I'm frowning, I'm working out. Working out. There you go. <laughs> oh man. Well, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. Um, again, we need to start putting this at the beginning of the show. Who knows? Maybe I'll cut this out and put it, edit it in there. Who knows? Um, but. <laughs> please follow the podcast on instagram at almost cool pod you can follow marty boy over there at creation underscore of martin follow me jordy boy at jordan hooter underscore um rate and subscribe the podcast that would be so fantastic yes leave a review share with a friend if you share with a friend honestly like i will ship you a hug in the mail i don't know (laughs) the logistics of that but we'll figure it out we got time um i just want everyone to know how much we appreciate you all for just for sticking around and listening it's really cool it's really like i don't know it feels like we're doing something <laughs> you know <laughs> Definitely and even better. if nobody was listening if nobody was listening i know martin and i we feel the same way about this like we would still just be talking to nobody just yep. <laughs> we just like it that much <laughs> but i want you all to know that we love you and just thankful for everyone out there. So y'all have a great day and uh, stay tuned for more juicy, juicy. topics. <laughs> 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 juicy topics. Goodbye. <laughs>